Hey everybody, welcome to the 71st episode of the JDO Show. I am your host, J. David Osborne, and today on the program I have Rios de la Luz, my life partner, on to discuss our recent trip to Seoul, South Korea. Here's a hint, we really enjoyed it. I'm not going to do a huge intro here because, um, well, I mean, I guess it's really kind of self-explanatory what we talk about. I do want to briefly mention that if you go to Cody and jdo.bigcartel.com, you can pick up the limited signed copies of Cody Goodfellow and Mai's new book. Is Mai's even a word? I don't think so. But anyway, the book is called The Snake Handler, and it's available. And it's about a preacher who gets bit by a rattlesnake at the beginning of the day, and then everything goes to shit over the course of his day. And he has to fight off a very large encroaching pill mill cartel that's trying to take over his town while he's also uh, slowly dying slash tripping balls on snake venom. So it's kind of like DOA in Appalachia with a little bit of um, surreal, colorful shit in there. Anyhow, check out The Snake Handler. Um, Follow me on Twitter, BRBJDO, Instagram, BRBJDO. And while you're at it, sure, why not follow Rios de la Luz on Twitter and Instagram at Rios, R-I-O-S, de la, D-E-L-A, Luz, L-U-Z. Enjoy this episode, everybody. Bye. All right. I am here recording with Rios de la Luz. Hi, Rios. Hello. And we are here to talk about our trip to Seoul, South Korea. Korea! (laughs) Which was very, very enjoyable. Um... I saw that before we started recording, Rios was making notes in a notebook. So if you want, if you have like talking points that you want to go over, we can do it that way. But uh, anyway, go ahead. What am I? <laughs> oh, just like, oh, just like the first thing that you wanted to talk about. Okay, let's see. Okay, so well, actually, first of all, I'll do it like let's it's a, like it's an interview. Okay. So why why did? Because uh, this is pretty much. I mean, I had a I had a great time, and we'll get into all that. But this is. Almost 100% you're doing and your idea. So can you talk a little bit about what inspired this trip to Seoul? Because that's the question I always get is like, why Seoul? Because people tend to think, you know, Tokyo or Hong Kong or whatever. They were a little confused, like what made you choose Seoul? So can can you go ahead and take that away? Yeah. Okay. So I chose Seoul because I really love um korean entertainment and that's kind of the what sort of yeah i think that's what sparked my inspiration so i've been a fan of k-pop for a while now i'm not sure how many years now it's it's like blended into my brain it's just part of my brain now it's probably like two or three years i would say longer oh longer really don't don't try don't try and diminish your love (laughs) no i would never do that thank you um but it, no, it's like it's so. It was before we came to Oregon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Remember, I had a when I had a going away party. It was a K-pop party. It was a K-pop dance party. Oh, you're yeah. right. That's right. So, That's right. And you called me because you had drank a, a whole bunch of soju. Yeah. And you're like, I love you. Well, because I do. I love you too. So, um, anyway, so you're a big fan of entertainment, and sure. so like you've so, seen it on your dramas or yeah. something. Yeah. So, um. Basically, I've watched a lot of Korean dramas and Korean movies and just something about the, I don't know if it's necessarily the architecture, maybe the geography, like just Mm. what I saw. I don't know, it just 
it had me intrigued. I wanted to see the palaces that I see in my historical dramas. I wanted to see the little spots where little romantic things happened in my dramas as well. So I don't know if that's a, a shallow reason to want to go, but I don't care because I still went and it was awesome. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. I, mean, I don't really know if there's... Re- like, I feel like that's as good a reason as any. It's like, why... It's what kind of like, why does anybody go anywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I think that we might have it in our head that, you know, like if you go to Europe or something, you know, it's like seeing history or mm-hmm. something like that. But uh, but no, I mean, you, you go to a place because you just kind of want to see it. So it's funny to me that people, like, whenever I tell them, they're like, oh, why, why, why? It's like, almost like I said that I was going to, I don't know. I don't know, it just felt like they, well, they, the soul to them was a little obscure. And then, of course, the other thing that I got was like, Oh man, you guys got to be careful because of yeah. North Korea. Um, oh, also, it? this is thank you, yes. thank you. Um, so the other reason I wanted to go to Seoul um, was because I wanted to experience a completely different culture from the one that I'm used to. I wanted to be a complete foreigner in the place that I went to. Um, that's just something that I'd never done before, and I'm about to be thirty. Um, and I just, know, I've never traveled overseas or anything, so I was like, all right, fuck it, like, I'm just gonna get a fucking credit card, I'm about to <laughs> buy these plane tickets, we're gonna go on fucking Air Canada, Air Canada pay us, I'm just kidding, uh, and then, uh, <laughs> we're gonna go to Seoul, just because I've just, I was just, I've been intrigued with just the things that I've seen, and I, I mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I, I do think that, um when i feel like some people might are actually that way about america and we just don't realize it mm-hmm. particularly the american west because i remember um remember gaetan mm-hmm. the french dude mm-hmm. like he was really really uh like obsessed with like him and eric took a trip to i think arizona or something and they mm-hmm. saw the grand canyon or whatever mm-hmm. but i remember all of his selfies where he had like a cowboy hat on and he's oh, like yeah. cowboy yeah and you know like so whenever you see things in entertainment you kind of like romanticize it right, right of course yeah absolutely um there's definitely um i don't know i didn't have it in my head like i was gonna go to korea and you know just there's gonna be k-pop everywhere i just I, but there kind of was though i mean there kind of there was kind of k-pop playing in a lot of the stores and things like that but otherwise i just wanted to be somewhere um where i didn't necessarily know the language although we try to learn you know that our basic so like our hellos or please you know like the really the basic stuff um I just wanted to, I wanted to be somewhere that was really busy. I wanted to be somewhere where I felt like it was um, just a city, you know, like a, like yeah. a city city. Right. I, I wanted to be in that environment and I wanted to experience that. I also wanted to be somewhere where, um, like for example, we, so we, so this is on Friday night, we were there for six days, um, but the, the Friday that we were there, we went to Itaewon, which is where a lot of foreigners are, but um, uh, David and I went ar- out around 11 p.m., but we were told that folks don't start coming out until 2 a.m., so, um, but anyway, like, the, the point I'm trying to make is, w- while we were there in Itaewon, um, I just had so much fun because that was the vibe that I had in that particular area, like, that's what people were there to do, they were just there to have a good time, and that was great. Yeah, I really do feel like... Um... <laughs> Oh, Kahlua sneezed. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's if that's typical of that area or not. But it was just really 
it was chill vibes and you know it might have something to do with the fact that you know we don't really understand what people are necessarily saying to each other right but everybody did just kind of seem like i don't know i didn't get bad vibes at all from pretty much any of it you know what i mean like everybody seemed to be out there to have a good time i mean yeah in taiwan well, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, when yeah. we were in Taiwan. Yeah. Um, oh, except for except for the the fighters, the the, the the street fighters. Oh yeah, should we go my should we go by itinerary or should we just go through story? Oh okay, so let's see, <laughs> let's see. Oh yeah, because we're kind of jumping all over the place. Oh yeah. So we can, we can get to Taiwan and and the people and, and the and the people fighting on the street. You can splice it. Well, we'll just get we'll just get to that. That'll be that'll be a teaser because it. It's oh. like, whoa, how did they get to people fighting? Fighting! Yeah. Oh, yeah, we saw the Korean police break up a fight. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, cool. so we'll start okay. We'll start at the beginning. We'll start at the okay. Beginning. So, so, we, so, <laughs> 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 so we get on the plane, um, and we're by the exit row, which is awesome because we had a lot of leg room, but it yeah. was also where all the older folks went to like do their calisthenics they and stretch. stretch. And Leave them alone. So I was just like I was staying into there. It. I was and, like, okay, I learned some new moves. I learned some new stretching moves, honestly. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 But there was, there were some people who were doing it and like, I don't know, they were leaning against the exit door. And like, <laughs> I, I understand that it's not that easy to, like, you don't just lean against it and it flies open. Mm-hmm. But like, there was like this one woman who kept going and she just kept like, she just leaned her whole body against it and like propped her foot up on this thing, it was like doing yoga stretches, and I was just like, "Can you, can you please not like, well, I didn't do even that? Notice that?" That's funny. Oh yeah, no, maybe I'm just I don't know. I might just be an, a nervous young man, but yeah, mm-hmm. that made me nervous. But anyway, so we watched movies, we watched Get Out. Um, you watched, and we watched John Wick too. Oh yeah, I watched John Wick. What did you, you think of John? John Wick? I was sad. Mostly, I was sad and traumatized by the pooch. By the pooch. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then it was pretty cool. There was a lot of cool fighting. Um, I'm pretty into revenge, so mm-hmm. well, it was, yeah, yeah, it was nice. That's exactly what that movie all about. It was very calming. <laughs> Just seeing people get punished for their nice. sins is mm. yeah, okay. Yeah. So we land, and we're... <laughs> we land at Incheon International Airport, I believe is what it's called. We get on the bus six zero one one to go to Anguk Station Number Three. I had to memorize this shit because I was so paranoid about being lost. Yeah. And then it's well, okay. So we get to Korea, and as soon as I get there, I can't believe that I'm in Korea because. I was really excited, and I'm still actually, like, there's, like, now that I'm talking about it again, I'm, like, reliving it, and I'm just like, oh, my God, it's so <laughs> awesome. Um, but, uh, so we get there, and all of, we've been up for a long time, so all of a sudden, I forget English, I forget all the Korean that I was trying to teach myself, I forget Spanish, I don't know what words are, like, that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get there, I'm like, oh, my God, what do we need to do? So I start looking for a, a little... Um, convenience store inside the airport because that's you know that's what i was reading and i've been watching a lot of youtube videos of like mm-hmm. what to do when you get to korea what to you know like how to take the subway in korea i literally i was watching like this shit like most days mm-hmm. before our trip um so we get there and i get to the convenience store and i was told i need to get this thing called a t-money card the t-money card you put you know one on it and then you um you just use it to to get on the bus to get on the subway like it's a little cute card that you use um so i go to the convenience store i buy the t-money card and then i realize i'm like oh we have to fucking put money on it and i was like oh my god how do i do that so i had to go to like this help desk um and there's like these of course it's like these uh two young women and i'm like uh i'm like trying to think i was trying to think of like oh my god what is english and then they were like 
what do you what do you need i know they were like <laughs> what do you need i was like oh my god thank you um i need to load my t-money card how do i do that and i just pointed across the way where i had just been they're like oh you just do it at the convenience store i was like oh my god thank you so much mm-hmm. and then i made david do it because i was too embarrassed to go back because that's just mm-hmm. how i am um <laughs> so it was, what was funny is that we got on the bus and that's i think when sleepiness started to settle in just a little bit but it was it was pretty cute because you were like you're sleepy but you were still excited so <laughs> you just like kept talking but you weren't like really saying anything like, so we were just we we're just on the bus and you were just like i know as soon as we got just like oh can you was look at all this yeah. look at all the grass wow yeah, as, soon as, we, <laughs> as soon as we got on the bus there's like advertisements in the bus just everywhere and I was like oh my god it's Ji Changbook and I was like trying yeah. to take pictures of the advertisements of the these celebrities I'm thinking why am I already starting to take pictures it's because I don't know I, I was really excited yeah. and I didn't know yeah. what else to do and right. I was trying to stay awake so right. that was the, the the first day was you know just but you had a good sense of direction though because I would have led us in the completely once we got off the bus I would have led us in a completely oh wrong direction oh my god direction. yeah usually he's really good at directions but this time I was out of I it. led the way and I got us to our first yeah. place yeah. of yeah. of rest which right. was um, the it's the Du Ru guest house in Jongnogu and that's a Hanok village is it's in it's a Hanok village which Hanok is a traditional Korean home and um so i like, think of like the pictures you may have seen like what i always describe it as people and they know what i mean when it's like where the roofs where it's like got curly points on it yeah you know like the curly point roofs basically yeah but, yeah yeah so you like you walk in and it's a court it's a very small courtyard with a table and chairs and then uh encircling the courtyard are basically all the rooms and they have sliding doors <laughs> the paper doors the paper doors you know? yeah yeah and then so you, you sleep kind of like on the on the floor and, and you sleep on a little, thin, yeah, yeah. It's like a thinner mattress right, sort of right. thing. Um, but I wanted to have that experience because I wanted to be near the palaces because that was one of my main things that I wanted to do when I was there. We did end up going on Monday because I was, we were both really tired. So I yeah. just turned on some um, just Korean TV and we just, oh, did we go to the mini mart the first day? I think we went to the mini mart and I got ice cream because, okay, so literally a lot of the things that I did uh-huh. in my brain, I, I, I was thinking, oh. I saw this in a fucking K-drama. You got to do it, girl. You got to do it. You got to experience it. You got to be there. So the first first night, I think we went to the mini mart and I got this ice cream that I had seen, um, I think in uh, uh, Jealousy Incarnate or something. I saw them sharing and I was like, fuck, I need to try it because I want to know. And it was delicious. So, I mean, but that's, you know, that's ice cream. Um, So yeah, we just, first night was, you know, uneventful to you guys because you can't see what we have in our brains. Um, But Mm -hmm. then so second day, um, we went to, what was it? The Chang, oh fuck, I'm gonna mess this up. Changdeokgung Palace. So, this palace was beautiful. Um, it was so gorgeous, so ornate. Um, I was so excited <laughs> to be there. Um, I wish we could have like a slideshow. Can we have a slideshow? Uh, no, but we can, we can put, well, you know what, maybe, I mean, if I wanted to, we could maybe put this on, like, YouTube and have pictures with it or something like mm-hmm. that, like, but we can fit, well, first it's just going to be audio, but, you know, if you, I mean, you guys all have Google, so if yeah. you, I can, I can put it, here's what I'll do, I'll put it in the show notes, the different places that we went to, and yeah, then people can, can click along, and they can, they can see all that, yeah, and the way that I would describe it is that I feel like the first one that we went to, because we went to two, I feel like the first one that we went to got me with how like pretty it was right Chang right yeah. and we were you know and it was very twisty and mazy you know there's a lot of different buildings and we're taking a ton of pictures which you can see a bunch of pictures by the way on my ig that's brbjdo 
uh, follow me on IG. Yeah. Um, follow Rios at, at Rios, Rios de la Luz yeah. on IG. She's got mad followers. I don't. It's, it's not true. It's got like 2,000 followers, okay, no. okay. which is a bunch to me no. because I only have like 600. Okay. But anyway, so the, the second one, though, that we went to, I feel like got me again because I was like, you know, okay, we'll go see this other palace, whatever. Gyeongbokgung. Gyeongbokgung Palace. So we'll go to see this other one, Gyeongbokgung, and, you know, it might be like kind of a repeat of the first day, but... That was incorrect. It was not. Because it got me, like, I, the way I d- I've described it to people is the first one got me because it was really pretty, and then the second one was pretty also, but it got me with the size. It was massive. I mean, that's huge. where the king stayed. Yeah. So you know that that place had to be massive. Like, if I were a king, this is the kind of palace that right. I would have. Right. right, exactly, exactly. Like, I would have that. And I would also, even though the secret garden was in the other palace, I would right. have my secret garden there right. for me personally and me my wonder, queens and my mistresses. It makes me wonder if... if <laughs> It makes me wonder if that wasn't the case because they kind of built the city around it. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if maybe he did back in the day. Anyway, I guess that's neither here nor there. But yeah, you yeah. walk in and it's, I don't know, it's really hard to, I was trying to take pictures so that I could get a, people like the sense of this, the scale oh, of it. But it's just when you walk so in, yeah. it's alarmingly big, especially because you've been in a city recently where everything is very small. It's all very, very small, like yeah. and kind of cramped together. Um, in a weird way though, like it didn't really, that didn't necessarily bother me. The fact that everything was kind of cramped together and small, Mm -hmm. but then when all of a sudden when it opens up and you're in this and it's just massive, it it was effective. Right. Yeah. yeah, Cause you walk through, well, there's several ways to get in, but, um, one way that you can get in is the, the gate. So the, where the guards used to stand at and those are massive. So that kind of gives you an idea of what it's like, but I don't know. Yeah, it was. It was just really, so it was really nice because um, we were there really early and it was also raining so other people didn't necessarily want to be outside but we're, we've been living in Portland for the last three years so the rain, I was like, I don't give a fuck, <laughs> I am used to this, my hair is always frizzy, <laughs> fuck it, like we're going to go to Gyeongbokgung and we're going to look at this beautiful palace. Yeah, so that was really it's like, great. It's like it all makes sense now. I've just been... The, <laughs> been training The universe to... <laughs> has been putting me through my training. <laughs> So I could look at that palace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so with the palaces, and then, okay, so what was what was next after, after well, you took pictures with the guards. Oh, yeah, and... I took pictures with the guards that I felt, I felt really weird about because, I, I mean, obviously, like, it's actors, it's people, but, like, I felt as though I was in their space, and <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know, I was just awkwardly posed next to them. Other people didn't have a problem, but I was no, just that, like... No, that family that was there, that family was there, they all had, like, their poses down, basically. They, yeah, like, they it was would really get there, cute. I wish and I, whenever, I, had... I, I can't, was it Thai, maybe? But whatever, whenever they were basically saying, like, say cheese, like, everybody would just morph into their, like, They photo did their pose. poses. They knew how you to know? give, yeah, no, they were serving face at the camera for serving sure. Face, like right. Yeah, like, they were like, oh, look at my little hearts with my thumb, and uh-huh, my, uh-huh. um pointer finger so after that we went to what did we do did we go oh yeah we went to the market right after that <gasps> oh yeah so we went really to raining. Guangzhou market um which uh i went there specifically because i wanted to have a bibimbap at the the market there because it's very affordable you can get this huge bowl of just you know rice with a mixture of different vegetables for five thousand won which is equivalent more or less to five dollars us um and i wanted to just go into the market and experience experience that like just vendors everywhere um and just i don't know just folks chilling drinking eating their food um so we went to glumchung market 
and um, we were lured in by the yeah, woman behind the, the the counter, which um, a friend of ours uh, he told he told us basically you call them imonim, which imonim is sort of like auntie or aunt or something like this. So like you're like imonim, and then you ask them for whatever you need or you point out whatever you need because our Korean isn't that great. Um, but she like she saw us she saw us and she like she didn't grab us but she like looked us in the eyes and she was like all right you know she was like come you know she was like right. doing the, the gesture to like we, sit we down. made we made eye contact we made eye contact with her yeah. but she was she was super super nice and super cute so she gave us i ordered bibimbap and um david ordered japche and she gave us a lot i was like damn like this is so much i'm not able to finish it yeah. and um so I get full and I couldn't finish my whole bowl and David couldn't finish his japchae either. So um, I look over to my left and there's this couple there and I, I'm like, uh, otoke. like I'm asking them how to say, you know, check please. And so he, he asked for me and, or he, yeah. And um, the, she, she kind of looks at our bowls as we're giving it back to her to like clean. And she's talking to the people to the right of us and they were like, they spoke a little bit of English, and one of the guys there, he was like, "Oh, um, she was just she just feels a little disappointed because, um, you know, she saw that you you know you're from another place and you're visiting, so she wanted to give you lots of food. She you know she wanted to make sure like you had enough food, but mm-hmm. you didn't finish your meal." And I was I was so upset that I am I disappointed her. <laughs> I was like, "Imanim, I'm sorry." I was like, "Mashiseyo, mashiseyo," which is um like that was delicious. Like that was delicious, you know, because it was really good. But it was just too much food at that point. I couldn't finish it. But I, that was my memory there. Trauma. It was not really trauma, but like <laughs> just just um feeling sad that I uh, I couldn't finish my food. And she was thinking, "Oh no, I, you know, I gave these Americans mm-hmm. like I gave them food, and I wanted them. I wanted to She's show gonna them." Start a know. blog. She's gonna start a blog called disappointed auntie <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be just all about the disappointing americans who come through <laughs> no yeah but the, the, the couple next to us that was the same time when i saw them eat a live octopus which is weird for me because i have a thing about octopus and squids well and the octopus it was chopped up so it's still moving so technically he's he, dying it was it was still alive like it was moving. if it's moving it's alive it was it wasn't alive <sighs> it was gross it's fine um, so yeah, Guangzhou Market was really cool. Um, yeah, but that night was really rainy, so not very many people were out. The, there weren't as many shops. Um, it was super bright runnery, which you can see. I took a video of it, which you can uh, you can see on my Instagram, on my IG, brbjdo. Follow me on IG. Thank you. Brbjdo. Follow. <laughs> uh, Kalua is currently choking on her pig hoof, or I don't know what kind of hoof that. Yeah, is. Cody Goodfellow took care of Kalua while we were gone, and he bought her a pig's hoof. So she's, she's still enjoying yeah she likes it mm-hmm. um okay so i think on that was tuesday but wednesday we went to wednesday did we go to hongdae hongdae on wednesday um we went to which one was hongdae hongdae was where the raccoon cafe is and the karaoke remember mm-hmm. we went there a couple times oh can i back up real fast yeah before we went to the market uh on our first day didn't we, we did take a walk though because we walked to we tried to find guangzhou market which oh, we did not find we couldn't find but uh, that was a really, like, I recommend this to pretty much anybody. Korea is a, it's not really difficult to get lost in. Like, it was pretty easy to just, like, so Rios and I, like, took all these back alleys and we just wandered through. And I feel like that was a really cool way to get a sense of the actual city because it wasn't, like, it's not a tourist destination, right? It's just kind of a neighborhood where people 
Oh, yeah. Worked. We, we came upon like this big group of uh, uh, motorcycles for people doing deliveries. Yeah, so it was a like, bunch of them. It was basically their motor pool, like where they all hung out. And it was just crazy busy, tiny alleys going up and down hills and people selling hawking squids outside of fucking restaurants and stuff and, and different kinds of fish and different kinds of fish yeah, yeah. so it was a really cool kind of like i think that i think that maybe like going forward in the future that's like maybe a good first day that was cool thing for uh, for really places neat. you go in general where it's just like let's just walk and just get a sense of what the actual yeah it was city really is like. neat and then we and then we just straight up did tourist shit yeah because i wanted to mm-hmm. um so Wednesday we went to Hongdae, which is by Hongik University, um, and this is a place that at night it's always popping. Like there's live performances there. There was like little groups that were dancing. There was kids that were rapping. There were you know kids playing guitar. Um, and this, is, and this is just out, this is just singing. out on the street. Yeah, yeah they're just yeah. out on the street and they're just singing. Because they have and... these little these little it's like think of like mini amphitheaters. Yeah. With like but only like two or three steps and then a microphone a place where you can set your microphone and mm-hmm. amp up and just kind of do your thing. So it's it's kind of cool and it made me think of how you know that's really really smart. Like the idea that people are going to go out and perform on the street like no matter what you do. So like why not just make a space for them to do that mm-hmm. so that they're not all over the place That's doing true, it? That's true, yeah. You know so what I mean? It's like, you can you can 100% yeah. do this, but just, just do it here, you know, yeah. instead of all over the place. Um, I, I, okay, so now what I'm, as we're talking about it, what I'm thinking too is Hongdae is similar with like our first day. So the first day when we just kind of wandered around the neighborhood, I wish that I had seen, you know, I was also delirious the first day, so I wish I had looked at more signs to know what uh, the area was. But, um, when we were in Hongdae, it was really cool just filling out the vibe there because it's completely different than other parts that we've been in. So Jungno is more, um, I guess it's a more of a historical um, sort of area, but in Hongdae, which I believe is in Mapo, um, it's just yeah where the the younger crowd hangs out. So just different vibes, different energy. Um, still a lot bunch of people selling shit. Um, this particular area it's closed. Um, but yeah, it was just neat to feel the energy there. Um, just super, super busy, super just going, 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 going. Um, it no, yeah, it was. It was just, it was just neat, and mm-hmm, it was just mm-hmm. cool. Well, it was different. Energy. Yeah, it was different because it's it's a different energy too than like, you know, even New York, right? Which mm-hmm. it's because it, it has the super super busy feel, and that's what people who had been there before had told me. Like, it's crazy busy. You know, there's a bunch of people. Uh, and that might take a little getting used to, but it didn't really take a lot of getting used to for me because it was remarkably quiet in most places. Oh, true. Because, I mean, okay, when you go to Hongdae, of course, there's music and there's people talking loudly and stuff like that. But for the most part, like, you know, when you go to New York, like, everybody's like screaming at each other. Right. Yeah. And then seems... when, and that, I think that, like when I was uh, uh, house sitting for Scott and, you know, I was in uh, Brooklyn in bed I think like just walking around and hearing people just like yell aggressively even if they weren't mad mm-hmm. i think that like set me on edge but soul didn't really do that because people don't yell at each other no people it seemed that people really just kind of kept to themselves and um i mean the situation that david and i would run into every single day was um we would get stared at but i had like 
stared at. Mm -hmm. um, but that's something that I had also seen on different YouTube channels, different people that have moved over there or just visited. If you're a foreigner, I mean, you're a very, very small percentage of the population to begin with. So, yeah, people might might stare at you. Like, they'll there was, see and they'll just be like, well, I'll be damned. Yeah, no, there was this man. There's this little old man who, I forget where we were going. I don't know where we were going, I don't remember, but we were down at the subway station um, and we go to, to queue up to line up for the platform that we're going to get on and he just kind of, he's slowly following us. He's in like his little like red tracksuit thing and he has his hands behind his back and, um, you know, just, he, and he's a shorter gentleman, but he, I could see that he was, you know, he was staring at us. He was staring at us well, for a while and so he got really close to us and he was staring at us really close so we move over to the next to queue up to the next platform and he like he, he straight up just followed us over there just i think he i think initially he stared at me and then it was david's turn so he followed us over to the next line that we were at and he's just looking up and down just like just staring david up and down and once he was not done, like in a weird aggro no, way just no like, just like staring genuinely at genuinely like i'm like in a zoo or something like <laughs> And as soon as he was finished, um, he just kind of walked away. Um, but this happened a lot. I noticed this a lot. I don't know if we got used to it by the end of it, but I noticed this, yeah, quite a bit the first couple of days as people would really... Um, and I think it was more so at David um, because he's blonde and has, well, pink skin. I don't know, he's sunburned. But um, white skin, and he has tattoos, so uh, it felt as though, yeah, people were staring at you more. Yeah. Or I didn't notice people staring at me because I was just like, oh, I'm so excited. I was right. just really excited right. to be. Oh, yeah, no, people scared, stared, at stared at both of us. And it was it was that. The two, the two weird cultural things was the staring and the fact that people seem to... I'm, and this... This is my theory, but people seem to genuinely walk in diagonal lines instead of straight lines, <laughs> which threw me off. But like, I, I started catching it towards the end, huh? Because I would I would be able to be like, I'd see a person and I'd be like, they would be ahead of me and to my right, for example, and I'd be like, this motherfucker is gonna drift, like right to right in front of me, and I would be able to course correct, and I would also move diagonally to like get out of the way. Mm -hmm. But at first, it threw me because you know you're walking down the street and somebody's completely. Uh, like on the other side of the sidewalk as you are and then by the time you get together like you're almost walking face to face to get and you're like are you fucking serious like just mm -hmm. walk walks and a lot also a lot of people just like stopping in the middle of like flow and just like kind of looking around mm -hmm. but like you said it's a city of a bunch of people and a lot of them seem to be really kind of internal and sort of like in their own heads mm -hmm. and yeah not in like a rude or aggressive way, but just no. Like... That's, that's the other thing. No, it's not like in exactly. It's just kind of like just kind of minding your business and going about your day. Right. Um, I think there there were several. There were a couple of interactions where people, you know, would would talk to us. Like mm -hmm. the, in particular, when we would like go sit down at places. Like mm -hmm. when we went to Guangdong, a couple of people would talk mm -hmm. to us, and then we were on an elevator. Um, to go up to our second place that we stayed, which we stayed in um, right above Gongduk Station, which is a, a major transfer station, um, which is very convenient. If you're going to Seoul, check out Fiona on Airbnb. She's great. Her place is great. Yeah, her place is great, and she's really nice, and she Dude, made everything really easy. She made everything really, really easy to do. Like, I, I was I was scared I was going to get lost and not know how to do anything, but she really helped us out. Um, but, uh, so we're going up the, the... Also, follow me on Instagram. It's BRBJDO, oh, so IG, BRBJDO. I know this is a JDO show, but you need to stop. 
Um, so we're going up the elevator, and this man, he just looks... He, he gets to the back of the elevator where I am, and this, this older man, maybe in like his mid-60s, I would say, mm-hmm. um, he just looks back at me, and he looks forward. And he looks back at me again, and he goes... Hola, como estas? Um, so he he uh, he just started speaking um, with me uh, in Spanish, which was really interesting because uh, usually in America, in America, people don't know where the fuck I'm from. They're like, they do that thing, you know, what are you? What I'm are like, you? what the fuck? Like, I'm a person. Or they're like, where are your where are parents you from? from? <laughs> where are <you> and, <laughs> and, you know, and then I tell them and they're like, oh, that makes sense. You know, so... It is was that, just really is interesting. Your, is that your white person That is my white person impression. <laughs> so it was just really interesting that he saw me. He's like, oh, she knows Spanish. And so mm-hmm. he started speaking with me in Spanish. And I think he was just very excited to practice Spanish. So we had a little conversation. We, kept, we, 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 saw him, we saw him more than once. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw him he's once like, by myself. And, he, and he's like, como estas? And I'm like, yeah, I need to. Like, it, so he, he was just like, well, you know, uh, nos vemos. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. So it, it was just interesting. Um, It'd be cool if we thought like that in this country. Like, if somebody was speaking a different language and we knew it, be like, "Oh, this is exciting! I get to practice." You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but instead, it's it's a little different. Which I mean, I'm sure I'm not. I'm really, really wary of romanticizing uh, like Korean culture too. You know, yeah. and making it seem like it's just like this perfect thing. Because I'm sure that there yeah. are are fucked up things going on with that kind of stuff too. But our experience of it, uh, just like kind of the dipping the toes type mm-hmm. thing was overall uh, just really, really positive. Yes, of course. We don't um, first, I guess we should have said that at the very beginning, but we are by no means experts at Korean culture, nor are we Korean. I just wanted to visit Korea, so... Yeah, so these are our our uneducated impressions based on a week-long visit that we had. Yeah, so so don't, don't think that... I'm not saying like all like <laughs> Koreans walk funny, you know. Like that, that's not what I mean. That's just like something that someone's I gonna observe. someone's gonna like splice that, and yeah. they'll be like, "This white guy said Koreans walk funny," and then they're all gonna be like, "It's kind of true. We do walk funny." And be like, "Damn, <laughs> damn." So we uh, so we, um, hold on. So wait, where were we? Uh, talking about the kind of elevator oh, because sure. I got distracted, yeah. and you were talking about Fiona, and then you talked about your Instagram again. Um, BRBJDO IG. Um, so, oh, uh, Wednesday, when we were in Hongdae, we were just walking around, wandering, you know, being like, um, <laughs> I can't think of a white person thing to say. <laughs> I was like, what do white just, people just say? moseying. Moseying. And, um, uh, I see the sign, I see the sign. Because another thing that I saw on, on these uh, YouTube tutorials, I don't know, if I, they're not tutorials, but just YouTube videos, um, was look up when you are in Korea, um, look up because there are so many businesses and establishments that are up. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, I had that in my mind. I was like, okay, girl, Which is true, remember, yeah. Yeah, you gotta look like... up because there could be cafes or yeah. restaurants that you might want to go to. Yeah. So I look up and there was a raccoon cafe. So I immediately, I pointed at it. I said, B, that's what I call David, B, let's go to the raccoon cafe. Um, yeah, so we went to this raccoon cafe it was fucking magical. So this raccoon cafe, okay, first of all, you had to take everything out of your pockets because those raccoons will go through your pockets and they will steal your fucking money and they'll steal the <laughs> lint in your pockets. They will steal whatever you have in your pockets, which is really cute. But, um, so um, we couldn't, you know, we got into our slippers and uh, we didn't have anything in our pockets. We didn't take our, like our wallets or purse or whatever. And, or my, my purse, I didn't take it in because then they would, uh, they would have gone through it and taken all my money, the raccoons. Um, but, uh, 
there were corgis in there. So there's like four corgi puppies, the corgi mama. There was like these other dogs there, like two bulldogs, and then like three like raccoons. A, like a husky also. There was a husky in there. There's just like it was just this beautiful little cafe mm-hmm. where you just got to hang out with animals, and most of them didn't really pay attention to you because. There was a couple of dog whispers in there, which, okay, God bless them, but also, uh, excuse me, why were you in there when I was in there? Because I wanted to play with the dogs. Mm-hmm. But it's okay, I wish I was them. Um, they, yeah, it was just... There's a picture on my Instagram of, of the woman who run, runs the... I think she she might be the boss. She got she gave me the impression of being the boss. Yeah. But when she walked in, like, all the dogs, like, went to her they like, very did. calmly, and they were like, hello, mother. And then she, like, sat down, and they all, like, curled all around went her, to her. Like, yeah. some kind of, like, animal kingdom shit. It was, it was very cute, and I was very jealous, mostly. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and then the raccoons... They just had to, like, break up, like, <laughs> their job was basically to break up fights and, you know... Yeah, they had to break was... up the fights between the raccoons and the puppies, because it right. seemed that, you know, they were both rambug... Function? Yeah, the puppies the puppies were fucking with the raccoons basically. Yeah. yeah. Although this one raccoon was really mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like this one raccoon was antagonizing the corgis, but Probably. I may have sided with the corgis because right. they were Anyway, I got a kick-ass selfie with the raccoon. It was it ruled. Um, he did. And there, oh, there was one raccoon that was really trying to make love to another raccoon. Oh yeah, it was disturbing. And the other raccoon was like, "No!" No, and the other raccoon was like, just go with it. And they're like, that's too many people are looking at us. Yeah. And the, raccoon, the other raccoon was like, that's what I like. And so that was an odd part of our trip there. But I was not into that part. Yeah. But other than that, hanging out with the dogs and the raccoons was a lot of fun. So cool. And then, okay, so what happened after this? So that was like the shopping district. Okay, and then we... We didn't do a whole bunch of shopping. A little bit of shot. You got a dress. I got a dress, which is really cute. And then I got a bunch of socks. I got so many socks. You did get I a have shitload like, of socks. I got yeah. like 12 pairs of socks. Um, because There's some, there some deals on so socks. So now the way I'm trying to accessorize my outfits is via my socks. And then the rest of the outfit goes up from that. Um, but So we went to home day. We also went to Itaewon, which I mentioned earlier. Um, so Friday night, we decided... Wait. Did we go back? Oh, we went to Hongdae. Oh, we went on Saturday. I don't remember. We had a resting day. Oh, we went to Hongdae twice, but we did. We did totally have a resting day where we were just like we need to chill out. Okay, so Thursday. Yeah, Thursday was the day. Thursday was the day of doom. Yeah. Um, Well, we got we got chicken and beer. Oh my god, the chicken and beer there, Mm -hmm. so delicious. It was so. So good. Like, I recommend if you go to Seoul, you better get some fucking chicken and beer. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm hitting myself, like, yeah. um, near yeah. the microphone. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. That's okay. Sorry, That's fine. But yeah, no, the chicken and beer was really, really good. And But I do think Thursday was the day where we were just like, holy shit, like, we need to rest and... We and, still went somewhere, though. Where did we go? We went to uh, Dongdaemun Design Plaza. Oh, that's right. Which is this building that looks like it's from the future. It looks like it should be on a sci-fi show. Um, it was in um my love from another star there's like this scene there uh-huh. that i wanted to relive but the led roses were not there so uh, thursday was also a day of disappointment that was a day because of tragedy. it was yeah. a day of tragedy because i had this thing in mind that i wanted to you know see these led roses in front or uh, on the top of the dongdaemun design plaza they were not there it was just darkness it was a dark day so we just went <laughs> Mm-hmm. We just we just went yeah. we just went back to the room and uh, 
think like Age of Ultron was on or something, or we might have watched the, what did we watch? one of the countdown shows, the K-pop <gasps> stuff. Oh my god, yeah. So it became a staple. Whenever we were in our room, that channel would be on, and M-Net. it was like, M- yeah, it'd be M-Net. like countdown, and it would just be like the boy and girl bands just doing yes. routines, just live routines. Yeah, they were doing the countdown, I think, was it 17 or Highlight, that one? I can't Highlight remember. Highlight one, yeah. Highlight. Um, so that's what I made a um, I Heart Korea playlist, and those are the songs that I have on my playlist to relive the memories of being in the apartment. Um, but okay, so that was Thursday. Thursday was a day of tragedy and rest. Um, Friday we went. Okay, Friday we planned it as our party day, so we decided to party at Itaewon. Um, there's a hill. They call it Homo Hill. Um, that's what I've seen in the YouTube videos. Well, we can call it H Hill. So H Hill um, is a little, a little hill with a bunch of uh, gay clubs and queer clubs, and that's where I wanted to party because I felt that that maybe just that would have been you know maybe a safer space to party at. Um, I wanted to go to a drag show. That was the other thing I wanted to go to a Korean drag show. Um, which we did get to see, and the drag queens were amazing. They were so great. They were so beautiful. Um, oh, something that I noticed when we were in the drag, at the drag show, um, people tip big money to the drag queens. So here, the drag shows that I've been to, you know, we'll we'll give a dollar, or even like strip clubs, we'll give a dollar, two dollars, or whatever. Um, but at the drag show, I saw people giving um, the drag queens 10,000 won, which is $10. Like, that was their tip. Like, they were doing like 10,000, 10,000. I saw 50,000 won. They were like really giving them some Holy fucking shit. money. Yeah, yeah. dude. Um, so, we went to the drag show and uh, it was a lot of fun. We made some friends. We made some friends from Australia. We made some friends from Hong Kong. We made some friends from California. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I wanted to talk about this because I just want to talk about how men are trash all over the world. So we were in this place called Trance. That was where the drag show was. I was there on my own, or I was there with my two friends that I had just made, um, Lawrence and I forget his boyfriend's name, and I feel horrible about that. But so Lawrence and I and his boyfriend. Uh, I had to go to the bathroom to relieve myself. And um, so I go to the bathroom. I'm a little drunk. Um, when I step out of the bathroom, I feel someone, like, touching my back, or that's what it feels like. It feels like someone's touching my back. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then they start to reach for my ass, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's not okay. And then they try to reach for my puss, and I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, that's totally not okay. Um, so some dude in this gay club, like, was there, like, filling up the women, which is, like, he- so fucked up. I was so mad. I literally, I really did take off my earrings because I was really drunk. I took off my earrings and I was like legit ready to fight this motherfucker. Like I don't know where he went the rest of the night. I didn't see him, but yeah, this motherfucker like got to feel me up. So good for you, wherever you are. But I already put my hex on him. Everyone else, this is my other. This is my message. Put a hex on him. Make his hair fall out. Make his teeth fall out. Like make his nails fall out. Like everything. Like just. Make sure that he's deteriorating right now because that's disgusting because I know that I was not the only person that he did that to. And also, like, we're supposed to be in a space that's supposed to be, like, you know, safer or whatever. But no, some trash man had to fucking ruin it. Anyway, so after that, I left trance because I was so mad mm-hmm. that some dude, decided, you know, got to fill me up. So um, we, I left trance and I, I was looking for, for David, um, which he was in... He was in yeah, the, I can't remember the name of that bar. It was the bar home, that we initially home. went home. It was yeah. like um, H-O-M-M-E. It was like only home or something like this. Huh. Um, 
Which isn't that, that's man in French. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So we were at this bar and we made some friends. Um, uh, Isak and. I don't remember his name. He's my friend on Facebook and he rules. Uh, he's from. Denmark. He's from Denmark. Yeah, he's and from Isak, Denmark. Isak studies with Han Kang. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking badass. She's a writer and yeah. she's a feminist and she was a badass. I was like, hell yeah. And she liked yeah. K-pop too. So we got along. And uh, while we were there, okay, so it was them, and then there was also this guy who had, uh, like, silicone imp- implants. implants, muscles, uh-huh. and he was, like, asking me how big my dick was, and he, I was like, yeah. and he was like, because I got a big pussy, and I was like, cool, man, and then he, like, he sat on my lap and was, like, bouncing. He was pretty trashed, but he was a nice, I mean, he was a nice person. He was just really, really drunk, I think, and then we encountered an interesting, I think, dynamic when the bar started closing down. Because the bartender came over, and we were talking to him, and he was um, talking about how he hate he's gay. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. So this is let's start it this way. Okay. So I think I don't know if he had asked you if you were into men or women or something, and then you had asked him the same question, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, I'm chincha gay. Like I'm really gay. Like that's what mm-hmm. he was trying to like insinuate. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really gay." Mm-hmm. Um, and then out of nowhere, go. Um. I can't remember. I, I don't know how it actually got on the subject, but Me we neither. started talking about like uh, with lesbians. But he, oh, go ahead. I remember now. He asked our friend if she was a lesbian, if she liked women, and she said, "No, I like men." Um, and then he said, "Like I hate lesbians." He and this said isn't he like lesbians. This I don't think this like really is like in America where you can say that like jokingly or like ironically. You know, it's like, "Oh, I hate that," but you don't really hate them. Um, he was like, we pressed him on this, and he really just hated lesbians and so it was very very strange so our friend from denmark chastised him pretty well for about five minutes because he's because he was like i'm sorry i'm sorry and he, the the fellow from denmark was like well you should be sorry because that is disgusting <laughs> and like it was like pretty much torn but it was very very interesting to me you know it's like there's all kinds of crazy dynamics and it's really hard to sort of put your finger on where anybody sits so I feel like that we had talked a little bit in the beginning about how, you know, you really don't want to romanticize, you don't want to demonize or romanticize a place. Right. And I think that the night, uh, the Itaewon night was so important to our trip because we did, we had a great time. We had a lot of fun. But between the, the fuck dude who grabbed Rios and this guy who was oddly homophobic, being a <laughs> homosexual, um, it, it, it did kind of, it, it, sort of put everything into perspective like okay these are still people right like they they still have their own strange hang-ups and there's still a I mean, lo- I think there's, the whole- a, there's a long way to go in korea too i think as far as bigotry like that goes right oh i don't i'm not sure what the the lgbtq scene is sure there. like yeah i'm not really sure i mean that i just wanted to go there because i wanted to experience what it kind of felt like you mm-hmm. know just to mm-hmm. to and um, even, even when we were there, I mean, there were people that were in all the clubs and stuff and, and I was able to, we were able to dance and things like that. Um, but when you stepped out from H Hill and mm-hmm. went down to like the main street, main where the Taiwan, straights were, dude, it was wild. Yeah. There it was, was pretty wild. so many people, yeah. fucking tons of people partying till we stayed out till five thirty in the morning. The reason we stayed out till five thirty was strategic. First of all, it was because no taxis would take us to Mapo. But second, it was because that's when the, the subway started back up again. So we uh-huh. waited till 5.30. Um, which, oh, we saw... Oh, yeah, this is what we need to talk, oh, talk yeah. about Oh, yeah, and then, so we saw a fight. So there was this guy, I think he was like a French dude. And uh, I don't know how it started, but he was really trying to fight this really tall Korean in a bucket hat. And 
Koreans overall aren't aren't super tall people. I'd say you know the average height is probably like what like five six something like that five seven maybe. But uh, <laughs> this guy picked like the the tallest Korean I'd seen in the entire trip. Like this dude was like over six feet, and um, yeah, he was just like and he was a tiny dude. The point my, the point that I'm trying to make is like this French dude was like probably five two five three, <coughs> and um, it's just it's the beer thing, right? It's like you pick the biggest guy and you're like I'm gonna kick his ass. Yeah. And so he kept trying, and and uh, the Korean fellow was just holding on to the French dude's wrists and was like stop stop. And then when he let him go, I think the French guy like pushed him or something. Yeah, he tried to And push he just him. like decked him and then his buddies came out and just like carried the French guy and dumped him in a pile of trash. There was a pile of trash and the French guy got dumped into a fucking pile of trash. It was hilarious. He had like blood coming out of his face. And he was like he was like, Fuck you, man. He was like trying to say fuck you. I don't know what he was. He was like, Fuck you. Yeah, I was like, damn, he's really drunk. He doesn't even know how to say fuck, like or maybe he's trying to say but yeah, he was just in the trash and like he still got up out of the trash. And try to fight the guy again. So right. the police inter- intervened, and um, the police there, they kind of just, like, broke up the fight. It wasn't, like, no That was one... kind of cool to see, actually, that, like, the cops weren't there. Like, the co- none of the cops that I saw, because my understanding, right, is that most cops are there because they're serving, they have to, that's how they do their military service, right, is they, you can choose to be, like, on the police squad or whatever. some people do. I'm some, not sure yeah, exactly, right. um... But a lot of the the point I'm making, I guess, is that you know in America, obviously, cops are mostly bullshit and they power trip and murder people, and it's just a really uncomfortable. So anytime you have to deal with a cop, is a highly yeah, uncomfortable, yeah. highly uncomfortable situation. And in Korea, it just seemed like they were just dudes who were like, "Hey, you guys, cut it out!" Like, you can know, you stop. Like, like they do just you basically see how ridiculous yeah, you are. Yeah, they basically just broke it up. I don't think anybody got arrested. No, Nobody got, they just like, separated them. Dragged up. They were just like, "Hey, stop it! We, Go we, somewhere else." Well, we were. I was just like, "Oh my god, too many." too many streets and then we had to run back to h hill i think is what ended up happening after we that did, we did go yeah we actually yeah we did we went back and i think we might have just like stayed there for mm-hmm. until they literally closed down because we were well, we got and a little bit of food people. we got a little bit of food and then we were like yeah let's just go like take refuge in mm-hmm. on the hill because i mean the world over whenever you have people from the ages of 18 to 25 uh and they're out partying and they're trying and they're to drunk trying to get that puss or that dick like yeah, they're the just yeah. they're, they're i don't know their minds something happens to their minds it's just it's <laughs> they just become foolish um so yeah. anyway so we uh na- sitting in the subway was a hilarious thing because of course every there's tons of people there everyone waiting, was drunk waiting for the subway to open up and everybody's tanked and so people are falling asleep on each other and like people are sh- a couple of people were shouting that was the only time yeah i saw people shouting some guy was shouting at this older woman and i we don't, don't know why i don't know, I don't know what yeah we don't, don't speak the language so but uh then what happened on saturday we Saturday, we uh, went to karaoke, Norebong. We went to our own karaoke room, and I sang some No Doubt, and we sang some... Did we sing Blink-182? We did. We did. We sang Blink-182 and Smash Mouth. Incubus. And Oasis, because that was the first time... The first time I heard... I've heard Wonderwall. I know this is like a white people thing. (laughs) <laughs> um, that they, I don't know if it's like you like the song Wonderwall or like maybe I, I saw it's, commercials it's, it's when I was like, little. It's more like ironic now. Oh, is like, it ironic now? But yeah. the first time I heard the whole song of Wonderwall was in a restaurant in Seoul, so I was or in in Taiwan, so I was like, oh, this is my song for Korea. So the last song that we sang was it, yeah, it was the last song that we sang in the Norebang and mm-hmm. the karaoke place was. Uh, Wonderwall, Wonderwall. which yeah. I, I don't know it now, now that I, I would have to listen to it and I would re-sing it, but 
Sorry, I'm taking my pants off. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, we had to turn the air conditioning off to do this podcast because it's just in our little, uh, what's this called? Our, our $1,100 studio apartment. That's so tiny. Yeah. Fuck you, Portland, trying to take all my damn money in this little tiny apartment. El Paso. That's why we're moving Woo. to Texas. El Paso. Please be more affordable, Texas. Okay. It we're not be. going to Austin. Sorry, Austin. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I know you want us, but you can't have us. Basically, it's like going to another Portland. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, no, I'm done. I'm done with the whole thing. I, I don't mean to switch the conversation too much, but I do just want to say that um, I have enjoyed, for the most part, my stay here, but I have gotten my fill, and I'm over it. I'm done. Like. Yeah. Right. Oregon's nice. Oregon is. I think that this is an absolutely fantastic city to visit. To, I, I, yeah, I mean, uh, for like a week. you know, I've enjoyed, I've actually, I have enjoyed living here. It's just like, there's so many weird, crusty white people mm. here. There's this, there's like a lot. And I don't know if it's because mold grows on them or something. Like, right. I don't know exactly we, what's well, going on. We, we were talking about it and it's like, it's absolutely beautiful scenery that's populated with the, the most Crusties. trollish, just, just hideous mal- de- deformities of life. And you don't life. know what they're going to do. And you don't know what they're going to do. Because, like, it's like, oh, David, you can't judge a book by its cover. But then uh, one of these motherfuckers cut three people's throat on the max, uh, and he looked exactly like the this kind of people is, that I'm talking about. Yeah, no, like, like, that's the other thing. And I know that people have seen articles and stuff online talking about how Portland isn't that liberal. And it's true. There's a lot of, there are a lot of white supremacists here. And it's fucking scary. You don't know who they are. And even, like, yeah, like, I would have to, I would, you know, taking the max and shit. Like, you mm-hmm. have to do that shit sometimes. And, yeah, it's like, just after that happened, you just felt unsafe. And Well, you just get I'm tired just of, not... you just get tired of people, like, coming on the bus and they're, they, they smell like a garbage can and they're yelling aggressively about something, but they're probably yelling to themselves. And maybe some people, like, if you've grown up with that, you might get used to it. But I don't know. It's, it's, it, this place in San Francisco and probably Seattle too has the most of any place I've ever been. Even New York like really doesn't, I mean, it has it obviously, like it has crazy people screaming and stuff like yeah. that, but there, there, there's just such a high ratio to, and you know, and then you could get into the whole like, well, why is that a problem and it needs to be fixed and that's all fine, but that's way above my pay grade. So David is talking about the homeless population. I'm talking about like just the whiteness here in general Mm, mm. it really does it really does something to your brain and i don't know if it's because i haven't gotten as much sun or something Mm. like my brain feels like it's also starting to malfunction but it's just it's very overwhelming here like i when i see other brown people i'm just like yes thank you that's Mm -hmm. why we we live in tigard and um we live down the road from hmart which hmart you can get a bunch of like different like asian foods but you can also get like um, foods like Mexican food and like different like just from different cultures and I, I like to go in there because that's where we see the most brown people yeah. that's where we see the most that's diversity where all the brown people go. but when you when you're like in Portland like yes you'll see some POCs you'll see some people of color but uh, otherwise it's so overwhelmingly white and it, there's just something I don't know there's just something here that just feels um, like this place feels like it's more fabricated like it's not Mm. like it's not real like like it's like portlandia was just invented to make it seem like it's actually a quirky place but it's really not and you know what i'm saying like no no i i I think that i think that it's 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 charm 100 percent got me and i don't know if i would be charmed in the same way if i was going here now i don't think so. i think it hit me at just the right point because everybody has told me that literally right before we moved here it was a completely different town and we kind of rode in on the wave of yeah. everything that made it shitty. So 
Sorry about that, but not really. Sorry about that. Um, but anyway, uh, we want to wrap up our Korea thing. So there's Sunday left. I have to poop, so. Oh, we you can, can hold it. Or, hold yeah. it. All right. Um, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Sunday was our last day. So we just played that Coldplay song. What's the one? How does it go? Oh, it was uh, the. Um, da na 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 na. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. It's off their first. Yeah, yeah. So we just TV. we just played that song all day because I was sad mm-hmm. to leave. And then sad when I got to, to Canada, I was like, "Fuck! I can understand all these stupid motherfuckers." Uh, so the other thing is that as soon as you can understand, like, it, it was so beautiful not being able to understand anybody because you know, I mean, everybody around us is probably saying things like, "It's five dollars," or you know, <laughs> "It's down the street. Go turn left," but you can't understand any of it. So you don't, you know, it it's, it's as good as it just, you know how I said that it was quiet? It might not have been quiet. I just might not have, my we brain just, just might have just ignored have, everything. Well, yeah. we couldn't have like understood everything. Like I just, I could, I can just understand like the beginnings and the very endings of things and like, a mm-hmm. few words that I've just heard. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it was just completely, I uh, just didn't know what folks were saying. Although um, we were able to communicate with yeah. everyone, um, which was really nice. That was, oh, that was one thing. Um. Anytime we stepped into an establishment, as soon as they saw us, um, you know, did I already say this? I don't know. Uh, they would greet us with, you know, annyeonghaseyo, and you say, ne annyeonghaseyo. And um, as soon as they would see us, so they would like, be like, oh, I gotta speak English. And people would try, like, people right. were very accommodating. I think that's, a, that's the other thing. Korea, Seoul in particular, um, they have made it as easy as they can for anyone who's going there to to be a tourist they translate everything into english like they make even the directions of how to get through the subway like it's it's all translated for you they have maps everywhere there are people who are specifically their job is so that you can go up to them and ask them where something is and they will point you in that direction they have a hotline so that you can call that hotline at any time during the day if you need to find anything or if you're having trouble with something they you can call them and they will speak with you in english they will um, translate for you to your taxi driver and speak for you um like they they uh, just that's just what I've what I gathered from being there was the 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 tourist uh, that aspect mm-hmm. they've made it so simple and even it's, the, yeah it's a really easy city to get around yeah and, that's yeah. the other thing I was just we we never really got lost no. I mean we never had we were uh, the cool thing about our apartment was that it was positioned right above uh, a subway station. Like the building Gongduk. was lit, yeah. Gongduk was literally a building that is on top of a subway station, so mm-hmm. we could just go downstairs. And but I don't think we were ever on the subway for more than five minutes. No. So it was super easy to get around. Um, and yeah. So do you have any um, final thoughts about Korea? It was awesome. <laughs> I can't really shout that loud because we're in our studio apartment, as we said earlier. But yeah, I had so much fun, and I loved it so much in spite of some shitty things that happened. But otherwise, you know, that's just human interaction sometimes. But otherwise, I really enjoyed the trip. I had such a good time. Everyone was so nice to us. Um, people were so accommodating. Um, I'm going to go again. Yeah. And I really enjoyed, uh, I just wanted to throw this out there because we kind of forgot to talk about it, but I really enjoyed Poo Poo Land. <laughs> Poo Poo Land! Which is a, a kind of building that's slash theme park, which is all about shitting. Taking shit. Uh, David just took a shit. Yeah, I just took a shit. And there's a part where uh, you get to pretend to be a turd. And it's actually sort of alarming. You go through dark corridors and 
there's strobe lights and you have to squeeze through tight places and because uh, you're supposed to be a turn then you go down this poop. extremely steep slide you have to put on a special outfit just to go down but anyway poo poo land is awesome i give korea korea 8.5 out of 10 what do you give it 9.7 cool out of 10 cool stars cool, cool. she's looking at me all mad because uh Hey, I just keep it real. That's just my opinion. Mm. That's just my opinion. Just mm. I'm just keeping it real. I'm just keeping it real. Mm. Just keeping it real. Uh, Instagram, IG, BRBJDO. I don't know why I started doing that this episode, but I'm just going to start doing that, I think. But you should follow me instead. Follow me instead of him. <sighs> Mine's Rios de la Luz. R-I-O-S-D-E-L-A-L-U-Z. That's my Instagram handle. You should follow me instead of David. Make him mad. Anyway, all right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.